Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to our monthly book club, and welcome our author, the strong and powerful Michael Kay. Michael, are you ready to do this? I am super ready. <laughs> Excellent. Let's do this. Michael is the president of Financial Life Focus. He's a top financial advisor recognized by Investopedia. He's a keynote speaker and the author of The Feel Rich Project, Reinventing Your Understanding of True Wealth to Find True Happiness. Excited to have you on, Michael. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and what motivated you to write the book. Okay, well, uh, I've I've been in the uh, in in the financial services business for uh, about thirty three years. I was uh, I started my career, my professional career, as a uh, as as a CPA, and um, I've been blessed to to uh, have a a fee only uh, financial life planning practice uh, in Livingston, New Jersey, and we serve clients all over the country. And uh, I'm just very lucky to have a, a two-and-a-half-year-old granddaughter and nice. two kids that are independent and happy and healthy, and life is good. Life is good. So all that, and then you said, you know what? It's time to write a book. So what what was the motivation <laughs> there? Well, it, it, this was actually the second book that I've written. The, the the first one, which was called The Business of Life, I wrote for financial planners, hoping to uh, introduce them to the idea of financial life planning and how to how I went about uh, recreating my practice. And when when I thought about the Feel Rich Project or or the the next book was uh, really about how do I hopefully reach consumers. How do I get people? Because there, there are certainly not a lot of uh, too few financial life planners uh, who are practicing and who really understand both sides of money, both the 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 technical side of it and the qualitative side of it of what motivates people and the behavioral aspects and what are what are the uh, some of the obstacles that people go through. So what I hope to do with the with this book was to. Uh, reach consumers to start thinking about these things that because I, I think what happens is people get really bogged down in the I don't know how to choose whether I should have whole life insurance or term insurance or how much insurance do I need or what should my asset allocation be and people get bogged down by all these technical things because they're being flooded with information or I'll put I'll put the word information in quotes because a lot of it is propaganda. A lot of it is just kind of sales pitch of what you, what everyone needs to have. And unfortunately, what what we don't spend time doing in the financial services business is talking to people about their motivations and the things that they really care about. And people bring with them into adulthood what they learned about money growing up. And uh, think about you know what we learned early on. Uh, what we witnessed growing up as children and what kind of goes into that child mind and we bring it with us into adulthood. And this becomes our money mindset. And I really wanted to introduce some of these concepts to people in a, in hopefully an easy, you know, step-by-step approach to help people kind of say, okay, well, what am I thinking about? What are my values? What are the things that are my, uh, uh, you know, kind of the, the, the difficulties I'm having, what are some of the beliefs, behaviors, and habits that I, ha- that I carry and that, I, I, that I, I 
carry on that don't bring me closer to that which I value most. Nice. So I that so that was really thing. yeah, that, yeah, that was really my motivation was I, I really wanted to introduce this to to people on a, an easy uh, readable, lots of stories, lots of kind of uh, fill in the blanks uh, way of approaching to think about their their money life. And do you find that <clears throat> that this is just it's 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 I don't want to call it a non traditional, but it, it is a a new way, and perhaps that that people can be thinking about it, and just a way that's not necessarily been presented by financial media or financial advisors. So it's really it's introducing these, it's making people aware of them, and I have to imagine that that people find it to be refreshing. Well, I I certainly hope so. I mean the um, you know that when people read it, and some of the responses I've gotten from people have been you know. Gee, I, I, you know, I, I never thought of that before, or, or you know, that's that, that's a, a new idea, and I, I never saw myself this way. And basically, what I try to do is take some of the things that that we do ordinarily with our clients, one on one, and and put it in between the covers of a book. I love it. So. What habits, after 33 years um, of, of helping people and having difficult conversations, what habits are you really helping to, to break with the book? Well, I, I think people, people get to kind of self-select what those, um, what their own habits, you know, it's not, it's not, it, it, it might be overspending. It might be that, you know, or, or, or I should say maybe a mindless uh, spending, uh, you know, I want people to start with what it is that they care about most, where are they now, and kind of taking some of the, the, the blame and shame away from how they feel about money. Unfortunately, so many people uh, have this self-imposed limitation that, oh, I've done terrible, I've been bad, I can't, I, I've made mistakes, and you know what? It doesn't help us. It doesn't help us move forward. All it does is it becomes this, um, you know, this big monster in the room that says, no, uh, no, 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 no. Instead of, hey, we all make mistakes. We've all had days. We've all had uh, periods in our life when things aren't working the way that we'd want them to. But that was then. Now we, every day is a new day and we have a new opportunity to start to set things right little by little, step by step one small uh, decision at a time and realizing that we're not perfect. We, we all make mistakes. We all uh, have limitations. So let's be human and let's just appreciate that we're trying. So th that's really, you know, everyone has their own different habits. Some people uh, on the, on the converse side, they won't spend a nickel because they're, they live in fear of, Oh, if I, if I do something fun for myself, I'll be, uh, you know, something terrible will, will happen or I'll, uh, I won't make it to my goal. So it's really kind of looking for balance uh, and looking for uh, a self-examination, you know, what's working and what, what changes or, or, or shifts uh, will be helpful in me reaching uh, my desired goals. I think that that's all great. And that, the idea that self-defeating thinking, like we all probably have it or have had it at some point in our lives and it doesn't serve us at all. It stops us from doing the things that we want to be doing. Um, 
but I I think that it's so important what, what you're talking about of helping people to take a big step back and say, okay, let's let's start really with what's most important to you because how you how, how the way that you look through the 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 lens through which you look at the world and your life experiences will really dictate how you're going to spend money and time and things like that. So if you've never done that, then you're probably not going to you're probably not going to be doing the things or you might not be doing the things that are most important to you. That was the longest exactly. statement I've ever made in my whole life, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it, it it's so funny because you know, it's we're because because we are so gloriously human. You know, it's so easy to get caught up in uh, what I call the shoulds. And, you know, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I should, 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 should. Instead of what do I really want? What do I, what's, what is, what is that which will allow me to put my head on the pillow at night? What will, knowing that I'm, I'm making a step in the right direction, what are those small steps that I can appreciate? What are those victories that I can celebrate? They don't have to be big things. They can just be, hey, you know what? I didn't, um, I, I paid down my credit card. Uh, I, I paid more than the minimum amount. Um, I'm, I made a step forward or I increased my retirement savings, uh, my retirement plan savings by half of a percent. Uh, you know, it's, I, I made these small steps. Um, I made a, a conscious decision. Uh, I really thought about it before my, uh, the emotional side of me took over because, you know, some people, some people eat to make them feel better. Some people spend to make them feel better. Some people, uh, you know, they, they just make decisions that will, will be kind of this instant uh, gratification uh, that winds up turning into regret. And so we want to say, listen, we, we all fall into that. We all, that happens to all of us, or if not all of us, most of us at, at one time or another. But okay, so what? Let's move forward. Let's really uh, appreciate who we are and how do we move forward strongly one decision at a time. Excellent. So I know what the motivations were, what you were hoping to accomplish. Was there anything in the back of your mind saying, okay, I'm going to write this book. I definitely don't want to to fall into this trap or there's, was there anything that you really wanted to avoid? Um, not particularly. I think I, I wanted, I wanted to make sure it wasn't preachy, mm -hmm. that it wasn't, uh, uh, you know, it, 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 it's certainly not, a, it's certainly not written about me per se. You know, I'm, I, I tried to use my professional self in this and interject lots of stories, uh, of, of my client interactions, uh, but this was not a, a, a an exercise in ego gratification, <laughs> and yeah. that's always something that I um, I, I make sure I, professionally I, I uh, seek to avoid. Is you know let, let's not this is not about me. Appreciate that. So how long has it been since you actually finished writing it? And during that time, has your perspective on it changed? Well, the book actually came out. Uh, I think it was. Uh, looking at the book now, in in twenty, it came out in um, uh, twenty sixteen. Okay, so it's been several years since since it since it was written, and um, I'm 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 proud of what I did. I I, I enjoy writing. It's because um, I also you know I write 
for Forbes and for Inc.com and in Psychology Today. And uh, so I really enjoy trying to get my message out through the written word and, and through speaking uh, to groups. So it, it's it's been a it, I, I can't say that I look back and say, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. <laughs> I think that's a um, that's a writer's trap that, um, you know, I think anyone who writes uh, always feel some level of, oh, I should have changed that word. Uh, so I, I really try not to uh, to dwell on it and look forward and not look back. Kind of like self-defeating thinking. It doesn't really serve you, so I appreciate that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm actually in the process uh, of writing a novel and um, or trying to write a novel, and um, the, the, the writing instructor was very clear that, you know, if, if you're a writer, you're, you're, you're never happy. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're never satisfied. It's never perfect enough. And uh, so I just try and keep putting one, instead of one foot in front of the other, one word in front of the other and, and, and see how it works out. So <laughs> appreciate that. So if you could distill it down to really the main ideas or the core concepts that you'd really like to, to reinforce that you really want people to take away, what, what would those be? I think the idea is that how we define richness in our world and in our lives is really important place to start. And it's not by having the most toys and it's not by having, you know, the, the largest bank account. It's by understanding what your enough is and what will allow you to feel that you are accomplishing the things that are most important to you. So the idea of feel rich, it, it's not about, it's not about the number of zeros, uh, you know, after, after the, uh, the whole numbers, it's really a matter of what is it that's important to you? And that's that feeling of richness that I've accomplished something. I've moved it forward. I've done better. Uh, I've made a mistake uh, or I've had a problem and I got up and I tried it again. The idea of, uh, emotional resilience and the idea of, of financial resilience. You know, people lose jobs, people lose spouses, people have problems. And, you know, through our own human spirit, we can feel the richness of life. And it's, and it's not about money. Uh, it's, it's not about, you know, having the most amount of money. It's about, you know, kind of understanding who you are and, working towards living that way. And that's such a, hopefully and obviously, such an individualized thing, and it really needs to be, but we are victims of comparison. I know that I am all the time, even though I try not to be, and it's such a hard thing in our society to not compare ourselves or contrast ourselves, but to really find true happiness, like what you're talking about, you do need to really define that what's important to you and what is happiness for you and richness for you exactly because you turn on you know tv or open up you know scan the web whatever and uh the advertising companies are are portraying images of what it means to be you know to, to be rich and how you should live your life and how you should be uh, a kardashian or how you should you know uh, you know, have the private jets and, and that this is the only way that you can be rich and selling that idea is not only, you know, totally false, but it, it's such a disservice to our society 
that can find its own level of, of satisfaction within very simple living um, without, you know, feeling that, oh, I'm less than. We're not less than. We are individuals and we don't have to live up to what some TV show is or what some advertising says. It's just like if you want to be if you want to be successful, well, this is how you have to trade stocks or this is the car you have to drive or, you know, these are the places you have to go on vacation. Otherwise, you're not deemed to be successful. And those images that were constantly being bombarded is really hard because it, it, it's a constant barrage. And we need to have the understanding that, it, it, that that's not real. That's not the real world. And on top of it, one of the biggest problems is that in terms of financial literacy, just basic financial information, we don't spend the time or resources teaching children uh, about really good financial literacy. Uh, you know, I, I take a you, know, you take a book like, and I and I hope I hope you you find a way to get him on if you haven't is uh, Ron Lieber, uh, who writes the New York Times and and wrote the book The Opposite of Spoiled. Uh, which you know is a, a a fabulous book for parents on raising children uh, with uh, financial responsibility, and uh, so those you know the, so there are these resources out there, but the question is is you know it, it should be it should be required reading, uh, uh, you know things like that. Uh, and as parents, if we didn't grow up in families where our parents sat us down and taught us things. Um, and uh, about money, then how else would we learn? Uh, so uh, we really need to commit to uh, a uh, really, you know, really gr uh, growing our financial literacy and also our awareness, our emotional intelligence of who we are and what we need uh, and what makes us feel good. Well, I think that that is all really well said. Ron Lieber, The Opposite of Spoiled. I've got a two-and-a-half-year-old, so I will check that one out because I do not want to raise a spoiled child. <laughs> and Any other recommended reading for the listeners? Um, there are so many wonderful books out there um, on, on money and, and life and what's important. Um, I, could, I could probably spend the next half hour uh, going through a, a, a list of them. Uh, what I can do if you're interested is I can uh, send you uh, my reading list and of, of things that we share with our clients, and you can append it if you want to the podcast. Uh, yeah, I'd love but that. In terms, yeah, I'd be happy to do that. Uh, but there, there, there are great resources out there, and uh, for empowering women and uh, and. Uh, having good money conversations and things like that. And all these things are really important building blocks to living, living richly. And that's what I hope, uh, I hope people do. I appreciate that. And yeah, I would love if you would share that. We'll put it in the notes of the show, certainly. So, well, Michael, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, where can Savage Nation learn more about you and where can they get a copy of your book? Well, the uh, the book is uh, is being sold at uh, through Amazon, through BarnesandNoble.com. Uh, um, I was actually in uh, a local bookstore called Indigo 
and I, I even found a copy on the shelf, which was which was pretty cool. That's very cool. Um, yeah, uh, you can also find out more about you know uh, the the Feel Rich Project and speaking and things like that if people are interested. Uh, they want me to come and talk to their group uh, on at michaelfk.com. Um, and if they're interested in learning more about what we do in our professional practice, it's uh, financial-lifefocus.com. And so uh, those are the two, two sources. And uh, I welcome people's questions. They can certainly feel free to reach out and ask a question. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, we're all in this together. And, and that's what I want people to hopefully understand and take away from reading this book. And it's not about me. It's not about any individual. It's about us as a society. That is well said. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Michael your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Pick up a copy of The Feel Rich Project, Reinventing Your Understanding of True Wealth to Find True Happiness. Thank you again, Michael. Pleasure, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because like Michael said, we are all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on!